Do I? There could have been a better, better one. I asked Bethany. I'll take it. I asked Bethany what song you want to start with, and you said a Christmas song. As, as you as you were saying, I was I deleted that off the the wall of songs. We talked about we talked about Christmas Christmas music not long ago, right? We usually bring it up because you seem to have this like unending knowledge of Christmas songs. Because they always made the Jew work Christmas. I mean, I get it. So and it was no problem for me. I mean, I'll take the hours. Yeah. Um, are you are you over Christmas music at this point? No, because I really didn't start listening to it yet. Are you? Uh, I enjoy a, Christmas music. On a percentage scale, how how complete are you with your Christmas or holiday season responsibilities? Um, probably ninety percent. Uh, since she doesn't listen, I'm pretty much there. What did you get for Madigan? Lots of uh, Gabby's Dollhouse. So we are just using the leftover stuff that she didn't get at her birthday. <laughs> Why was there leftover stuff? Because what happened was, so we knew she was going to get her Gabby Dollhouse, which she got her Gabby Dollhouse. And then between Josh and my mom and his mom, we were kind of trying to accumulate all of the extra things that, outfit the dollhouse right so like the rooms and the characters and the blah blah blahs and we ended up with some duplicates so this way she can have stuff at all of her places her Mimi's house grandma's house home I there, there wasn't a whole lot of stuff that I like specifically went out and purchased Santa Santa kind of just laid low okay you're too poor for your kid to have duplicates, like one thing at everybody's house. Well, mind you, this is, other people buy her so much stuff. Who's who's the most guilty? Which grandparent? Uh, honestly, I don't know. Josh's mom is pretty bad, but like in a good way. What's a good way? In a good way by like, she just, she likes to spoil Maddie, but like all the things she gets are like so great. Like, all the things she gets Maddie loves, she uses all the time. I don't know. Toy stuff? Toy stuff or, like, practical-ish things. What what does a a two-and-a-half-year-old need as practicality? Like a a little folding table and a chair to, like, do her coloring and her activities on. Got it. And, like, I I don't know. She's a really good gift giver. Okay. But Santa's Santa's laying low. He's he's letting everybody else do all the the Christmas giving. Did, I, I I might have asked you, but I want to ask: What do you have to get for Josh? <sighs> he tools. I, he's so difficult. He's difficult anyway on the regular, but he's super difficult this year because he didn't really make a list. Like normally, there's an Amazon wish list that I, that I can go off of, and there isn't one this year. You've usually gotten something for the garage, right? <sighs> yeah, like, but he. He seems to have every tool that's made. So, like, I wouldn't even know what he doesn't have. So, I, I try to be creative, but it's it's really hard. So, what are you thinking? I don't, I don't know. He doesn't, he doesn't want for a lot of things, and 
I don't want to be that person that like gets some underwear, but like maybe that could be useful. Have you, <laughs> no. Do you wash his underwear? Is it in bad no, shape? No, we do we do our own laundry. He does do you, his own laundry. How, how about is there something that like you could do? Because Maddie loves him more than you. Um, you well, were, you were simply just the the conduit for birth. Oh, let me tell you what happened last night. Wait, hold on. Why don't you? You can tell me, but why don't okay. you get him something he can do with her that you have no interest in? No, that's absolutely a good idea. Well, like, I already bought a Paw Patrol gingerbread house kit because I feel like... Oh, no, I mean, like... She like, will absolutely want to do that, like, but with him. Maybe she's maybe you have no desire to go to, like, Children's Wonderland and a Tam O'Shanter. Of course I do. We're going tomorrow. Okay, never mind. Well, think of something in the community you have no desire to do, but he can do with her. Yeah, no, I get it. Like a tractor pull or something. Yeah. <laughs> Not that he would want to go to that. What happened last night? So, last night, we're, we're home. We're having a great time. He comes home. There's always a big to do when Dada comes home, and then we're we've. I got a new computer on Black Friday because there was huge sales, and so we've been on the hunt for this computer because we got it from Amazon, and it was supposed to come like last Friday, but then said it was going to come next Friday, but then all of a sudden said it was going to come yesterday. But they tried to deliver it yesterday, and you have to sign for it. So then there wasn't. So then there was like this whole thing, and we thought it was going to end up at Michael's because Michael's has like a UPS mm. access point. Anyways, he's like, "I'm going to go to Michael's and try to track down this computer." I'm like, "Great, fine." So they had been cuddling on the couch, and I'm thinking, "Okay, Dad's gone. I can take his spot on the couch." She's sitting in the middle of the couch. There's a giant spot where Dada was. I'm over here in the side on the chair. So I stand up. I go over. I shift. I sit in the... She goes, no, 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 mama. No, mama. This Dada spot. (laughs) No, mama. I go, I go, I go, well, Dada's not here. Dada left. She goes, no, no, mama. This Dada spot. I cuddle with Dada. And she points to the chair. I go, oh, so I have to go sit on the... Yeah. No, mama. No, mama. This dada spot. I'm like, you... Bitch. Yeah. My God. When I tell you she doesn't like me, she doesn't like me. You're... you're In another situation, Josh would be like the single dad that the daughter of loves. Of her dreams. Yeah, and but <laughs> you're like the whore girlfriend that he's now dating that, that the kid I'm hates. I'm like the wicked stepmom. <laughs> and I birthed her. I don't understand. But she doesn't know that. Like, she has no idea. She doesn't. She has, yeah. Uh, It's fine. I I am still targeting to go home when the week I'm off. Um, I told told you what what Noelle is into, and I need help. Ducks? I don't think you- Did I tell you ducks? You know what? My sister's little girl's into ducks, too. Uh, Let- I have the perfect thing. Well, I I have a little bit of a story of how how she got into it. Because that's- that, I don't know of any, like, duck kid shows, and she's one and a half. She's, like, a year younger than Maddie, like, a year and a couple months younger than Maddie. Mm-hmm. I guess she was, like, every fucking kid watching YouTube videos, and sure. there was ducks doing something, or some kid in a bathtub playing with ducks, and she got into ducks. Listen, um, there is a rubber ducky advent calendar, and I know it'll be, like, after the, fa- like, advent is over, right? But, and I know y'all are Jewish, 
but she can open. It's like little, it's like 24 little mini surprise ducks and they're all different assortment of duck personalities. You got, you got to get it. What do you mean like duck personalities? Like there's a reindeer duck and there's a, a cowboy duck and there's a police duck. I don't know. Shop duck advent calendar Amazon. Do- I'll send you the link right now. Okay. I'm telling you, I've seen okay. I've seen several people, and I really want to get it for Luna. But um, I have who's Luna? T- uh, my niece, my sister's little girl. That's my dad's dog's name. But I have twenty one dollars in my bank account, so <laughs> um, we're not getting that. But uh, I've been sharing it around my family because someone needs to buy it. Because it's uh, so great. Get, yeah, get me that because I'm going to need some type of offering to this child who has no idea who I am. Oh, I'll, I'll hook you up. Don't you worry about that. Um, What was the other thing with back home? So the dogs are going, I assume. They are. They, the, the, the dogs are... Uh, Andre... Do you stay at your dad's house or do you like get a hotel or where? I stay at my dad's house because okay. he, has, he has plenty of space. Um, it's a small house, but there's plenty of space. Uh, Andre's gonna get nuked. What do, you, what do you mean? He he is he's getting whatever type of uh, sedative I can give him because uh. I cannot deal with his anxiety in the vehicle. His anxiety oh. makes me neurotic. The, the, I cannot explain how disparate and opposite these dogs are. What if what if you get? Does he do like a thun, a thunder coat? Have you tried like a thunder coat? No, no. Does he have a crate he likes to go in? No, he would never. A bed go in. he likes. To, can you like do a um, a bed? He's getting sedated. End of story. <laughs> End of story. I mean, you can do that. I can. But t- I'm trying to like. I, I'm not even gonna mess with it. He's getting knocked out. Just give him a weed brownie. No, I'll get something from. from then the it's vet. all natural. Fine, I, he can get knocked out. It works on Diddy. It'll work on. It'll work on him. He. He, he makes me so crazy, and it's not even because of the one time, the first time we got in the car, this asshole, he's in the back seat, and he rolled down the window. I rolled it up. He rolls it back Don't down. Don't have child protection button? Yeah, but he's small. He can get out of it. Well, oh, no, no, I no, no. I mean, like, you push yes, a button, and then it, still, you can't use it in the back seat. I, I do use that, and it still freaks me out. Like, so much so, I when, when we go somewhere, I and he he goes, even if- They have harnesses even for if, the car. I know. My dad has that. The, the freaking, yeah. Yeah. He's getting knocked out. End of story. Is he a whiner? Yes. Does he do the... Not whining. He's... It's... Because that's what Tucker does. I can feel his anxious energy. Like I said, so much so. Even if it's just me and him, he'll go in the back. I have no idea why. So I hold on to his leash the whole time. He's and probably I, scared of your driving. No, I'm a good driver. Okay. Diddy, on the other hand, just sits and like a passenger and like loves looking up... So he, he's getting knocked out. So Diddy and I can uh, try to enjoy the ride. Okay. Um, be all right. This is this is kind of weird because I'm finding some things out, and I've now that my dad's been here twice in a year and blah blah blah. It's wild, and I know I'm not supposed to talk about family stuff, but I'm breaking that rule, and they're not going to listen. <laughs> and I'll tell this to my dad. Somehow, like my dad used to be a stone. Um, like an absolute rock. Like he's where I got whatever logic and pragmatism I could tap into. And he's had these bizarre paranoias and neuroses. Like when when I canceled dinner a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. Now I didn't explicitly say 
what what things had changed to, but he was just utterly baffled by it. like where are the people at? Why why are we at Friday? And and he, he was anxious and it was, he was bothered, and like other kinds of nervous Nancy kinds of things that that are very unusual. And, and I don't it's know probably post pandemic. I don't know by yourself. I I I hate to chalk it up to like old age. But I don't know if you lose that logic and reason as you get older. It's he's not not with it. He's just anxious for no reason. I, I don't get it. I mean, I think a lot of us are anxious for no reason. So I think I'm, you're just not used to it because that too. It hasn't presented itself before now. Right, right. And then that I think I I don't know if I told you or Alex. Like it's weird around him because I don't see him, so I haven't seen him age and his behaviors. Right. So at times it can become unsettling. When I was talking to Tracy yesterday. She's like, Paul's like that all the time. Like if if we decide that we're going to go to one Panera instead of the other, like it's like, oh no, this can't happen at all. Blah. I'm like, what's going on? That's um, weird. And then I asked, uh, I asked Tracy if Phoenix would read my. You're listening to Eric Chase on Q105, mm-hmm. and uh, because this is Phoenix, it like, are you? Do they throw around the word? At work, transactional. No, not really. Like it's a new word for like tit for tat. Like yeah, I do this. Like for I'm you. not doing this pro bono. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. Everything with Phoenix is transactional. It's as it should be. He's like what ten. Uh yes yes yes, yes. yeah. But 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 like it's ruthlessly so. Like I feel like I'm dealing with like people I do business with here. Um, He's an entrepreneur, I'm sure. He is, and you know what? Paul got him into this. Um. Because Paul is a big e-bear with his cars and stuff. Mm-hmm. And somehow, Paul and Phoenix go to a lot of these flea markets and whatnot. And somehow, Phoenix has landed into some gold mines. So See? he and, and he's doing his own eBay now and making good money. So, Tracy asked me two things. Phoenix agreed to do it. Um, one, he said, can he say this is Bulbasaur Rocket? What? It's some Pokemon shit. I know what a Bulbasaur is. Okay, I guess that that that. And I said to Tracy, I was like, I I'm fine with that. But two years ago, I was told it's you or or my dad lost their shit that I said Bulbasaur rocket on the podcast, and there was like hell to pay. She's like, it wasn't me. Hmm. So it was my dad's anxiety. So he asked for that. I'm like, fine. He can say whatever he wants. The other thing was, she said. He wants to know how much he's getting paid. Right. How much? What's your budget? <laughs> I said I'll get back to you. Just take him an extra Christmas or uh, extra present. He is. I love calling my dad and telling him. Uh, I spoke to Phoenix. The word. Those four words always have an incredible story behind it. I'm sure. Um, I spoke to Phoenix the other night because I was I was probing him to find out what Noel liked. Yeah, I don't. I wanted to be. I wanted it to be a little bit of a surprise, and they don't know that I'm either coming home for sure or buying a gift. It's a peace offering because she's still terrified of my dad. But um, I spoke to Phoenix, and he gave me the the, the thing with ducks, and then um, he has had this thing over the years where he tells me that people in the house are misbehaving. Mm. So like, AKA him. Well, that, that's usually the case, but he pushes it off on other people. Sure. So I always want to get an update of who's misbehaving. 
And he said, this time, the only it's just me and Coco. We're the only well-behaved ones. Coco is the older dog. Mm. I'm like, I get it. I get it. I said, well, what, what's Paul doing wrong now? <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's shitting in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> is that an off-limit bathroom? He's so deadpan about it, too. Because like, if you didn't know any better, you'd believe it. He's like, he's shitting in the basement. I'm like, well, did he learn this from the dogs? Did he teach the dog? Because the dogs had been shitting in the basement for a while. And he's like, I, I just don't know. And I was like, well, look, you've, you've got to stop this. Um, oh put your foot gosh. down. So then I, I love telling- the man of the house. I love calling my dad and saying, I spoke to Phoenix. And again, you should know that there's- So he's not as concerned as I would be about Paul shitting in the basement. <laughs> But it's like a- in the corner, is there a bathroom, a litter box? Like what? Wait, Paul is not actually shitting in the basement. Let's be clear here. <laughs> well, I no, don't know. No, 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 no. Because no, I'm sorry for those that might be confused. Some people have a, a bathroom in their basement. There is no bathroom in the basement. Okay, so we're just like, Paul, like bucket style. Are we on the floor? That I don't know. Okay, that I just left it alone. Got it. On to other things. Um, I had some things I wanted to ask you. Uh, could you do your job in four days a week? Yes, preferably. So, there, so you you admit you do a lot of sitting around. It's not that. Uh, I would like to say that I am fast. Efficient. I'm, I'm very efficient. Okay. Very productive, and I accomplish more if I have a set time. AKA, if I knew that. Four days a week, I was blown in there to bust it out. I would get way more done than knowing I have five days. It It's like there's that sweet spot of like productive motivation and just being like, I have, an, I have, I have to go another day. This is interesting to me because I thought for sure this was going to be really hard for you to answer because because you have a lot of extracurricular activities that you need to be a part of. Sure, um, but like I would like I would say like I'm not counting those. I'm counting like day to day management. But that's stuff. That that's part. Those are part of your responsibilities, and they are outside of work hours. So, do you have set office hours where if you're not there at a certain time? You have a Kangle hat throw to you. Uh, I mean, technically, yes. But Gurky doesn't necessarily rule with an iron fist, if Got you know it. what I mean. So what would those loose-fitting hours be? So, like, loosely, I'm always at my desk between 8.30 and 4, 4.30. How, in those hours... How how many hours we sit? That is like forty hours. How many hours in, in that forty that you were supposed to be there are you are you working? Um, all but the hour that I take for lunch. So you're you're constantly working. You have eight hours of work yeah. a day. Yeah. Wow. Damn. And then yeah. you still have to go do the extracurricular stuff, which can yeah. be multiple times per week. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a lot of sitting around. So you, so you, to answer my question, could you do your job in four hours, in four days a week? The answer is no. Um, yeah, because I could still condense it more than like. How you're telling me you're working because I could the time go faster than I do. Well, then go faster. But then I will have time to sit around. I don't like <laughs> sitting around. Like if I don't have something to do, I'm so I don't like being bored. Same. I don't like downtime. Same. I, I 
the day goes a lot faster when I have stuff to do. Same. But if I go as fast and as efficiently as I can, then I'm sitting around. I can't. Or I feel like I'm sitting. Like I, I too would have less crappy moods if my day were more filled. But I can't be less efficient. I have one speed of work. Yeah. How how you slow? How do you slow yourself down? I just go slower. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's uh, that's pretty brilliant. Yeah. Um, because I, I, it's a really. I mean, I'm sure you've heard the discussions and like, there's trials of four day work weeks, and we should actually probably really do that, and um, the experimentation of it. it I would think that, and I always thought, up till recently, here in this country, we can't do it for a variety of reasons. Um, but I wanted, I want to know more of what people think about this. And and I, the one thing that really struck me that, that brought me around to it was a four day work week might be appealing to a lot of places, to a lot of people, and a lot of people, which, so you're going to lose people for a day and you're going to have to fill that void somehow. There's, there's not less work to do. Um, but because that job might be more appealing, you'll be able to hire more people, which seems to be a very big problem right now. I even feel like, Going, taking away the nine to five and going nine to three and still go five days a week or eight to three and still go five days a week and would be just as beneficial. Maybe that's, maybe that's a way that we take a, put a toe in the pool, like places that are against it, but they know that it might benefit their employees, which benefits the workplace. Right. Like, let's drop, instead of, if, if it's banker's hours now, like, let's drop it down an hour and let's see what happens. Because mm-hmm. I think, and maybe baby steps is the way to do this, because there are some places <clears throat> that would love to do this and employees would love to have it, but then all of a sudden, um, you have childcare issues. Sure. And that's a big component of this. Like, to me, there are way too many variables and I, I'm sure this is for like all, all like Western nations. Um, there's a lot of gig people, and who are piecing together other jobs yeah. on top of their regular jobs. And it just seems like there's too many components and variables to do this across the board. Because it, I could see there being a domino effect, and I can't even line this up or come up with with a, an example in my head because there's so many components. But like, let's say. One local industry here said, we're doing four days a week. Well, how many other places might that, like uh, OI, Owens, Dana, are pretty progressive places. And what if they did four days? Well, they have a lot of employees. What's the domino effect of places like that with lots of employees? Like, how does that affect other places? Schools, childcare, and whatnot. One of the uh, caveats to pulling off the four-day work week, and I think, at least in the experiment that I listened about, which was like 27 businesses across a swath of industries, although they were all places that wanted to do it. Right. Um, so they were going to be, try to be, they'd probably be more receptive to the positive results or want it to work. And this is where I would say, no, uh, I like, and I have all, outside of the time I'm on the air, I like my flexibility. In fact, sure. like so much so on Tuesday of last week, I needed to run to the eye doctor. I needed somebody to cover me while I was on the air. And I went and took care of that appointment, didn't come back to work. 
with the four day work week, the places in the experiment, no more flexibility. Like when you were there, mm-hmm. you were working. Um, so you had to kick your appointments to that extra day off. Yeah. And the other, the, the other side of that coin was less flexibility, but less meetings too. Like they made it a point to have less meetings and they didn't really need to have meetings, which is well, yeah, a huge challenge. 30% of any workplace issues could be handled in an email. A thousand percent. Yeah. 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 Could you could you do a four day work week knowing that um and and no reduction in pay, it's just thirty two hours, but you gotta get all your work done. Um in that 32 hours, would you give up the flexibility that you, you certainly, you're sitting here right now. Um, would you give up that flexibility? Uh, yeah, I would. And, and the other thing is if you're forced to give up that flexibility and it, and it's really rigid, that become, that can become an issue for my kid is sick at school and I have to go pick them up. Well, I mean, the, there's a di- yeah, like we're we're talking rigid as in like you don't get any more vacation days. Are you no talking- everything uh, rigid as in when you're here you're working like lunch. Well, is an, yeah, lunch is an hour and not like an hour and fifteen minutes. Right, not to be a dick, but like I don't even take a full hour anyway. Uh, like it's it's rigid. Like you are here and none of this. Um, hey, I scheduled my physical on Tuesday. Uh, well, no, we agreed if we were going to do a four-day well, work week. that's because if you know that you have the same day off every week, then you would obviously schedule those appointments on that day when you're off. Hopefully. Not, and I mean, sick time is sick time. If your kid's sick, your kid's... Like, that That variable is the same whether you're working four or five days. Like, don't tell me I can't go take care of my sick kid just because... Like, I can't, I can't schedule my kid to only get sick on right. Fridays. I, I, that's I, That's different. I want to see what the workaround for that is. I mean, obviously, you can't say, no, you can't go pick up your sick kid. Right. But there are other, like, lesser things that we do now that might have to go away to get that four days. Yeah, but if you knew you had a whole day off to schedule that, and then here's done. The, here's the other thing. Unless your doctor doesn't work on that day, and then you're screwed. Right. There's things like that. Like, at least now, things are, are kind of synchronous. Like, we do Monday through Friday. Yeah. Um, the other thing would be is... How much could, now granted, everybody would do, a lot of places would do a different day. Some places might do Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Although, see, logic would dictate it would do. Four in a row. It would, yeah, Monday through Thursday or something. So what happens, because a lot of people, you probably run a lot of errands on Saturday and Sunday. I will not set foot in a Target parking lot on a Saturday or Sunday. Oh yeah, Uh, because it's a nightmare. We'll, but if you could spread that out over three days, you're instead right. of just two, you're right. You're right. I just what I wonder what kind of bottleneck we might get at some of these places where people are now scheduling things on that extra day. But you're right. Well, yeah, it, and we're talking. I, we're talking nine to five people, right? Because anyone that works retail, you're obviously not gonna. You don't have nine to five hours most of the time. Um, so we're talking like office jobs, stuff that you're not. Other people are not necessarily relying on you to be at work. They the yes, like nine to five. Because some of the other examples, or at least counterpoints that were brought up, are questions like, "What if I own a boutique? You can do it because you own it. You just have to give up the business for that day." Sure. What if I, they call them like um, uh, like? But not, there are rest. There's a lot of restaurants that close. Like they'll be open on the weekend, but they'll be closed Monday, right. or they'll be closed Tuesday, or they'll be closed Monday, Tuesday, or something like that. There, there are certain they they. I'll I'll get you to just the, adjust to it not being open. 
I'll get to the one place um, that they brought up that is very close to you. But they, I'm using the wrong phrasing here, but they call it like a standing around job. Like you have to be there. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. somebody, like a secretary. And I'm going to mm-hmm. come to the real example in a second. Like a secretary. Like we're paying you to wait for people to call or yeah. something like that. You're opening the door. Yes. Um, and one of the biggest professions that this could or could not affect or could help, teachers. Where mm-hmm. you're kind of there to be there and you're working the whole time, but like you need to be there. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a million questions with all of this. Yeah. Because... You, I, I don't know. I don't think this would ever happen in schools, but maybe it would be necessary. Like I know we're we're kind of like in an anti homework world now. I mean, um, they kept, people were people were messing around with it during COVID, obviously because kids were just staring at a computer screen for five days a week, and that wasn't working out well. Yeah. Um. So they were like, "Well, can we can we get this curriculum taught in four days? Yeah. And then give you know, so." And we're not done. I don't know. We're not done experimenting because we still have a lot of problems. Yeah. And when there are challenges, it's the perfect time to experiment. It'll just be interesting to see places like one example that could correlate is, and it, it could happen on a smaller level. Michigan kids go back to school after Labor Day. Not here. Right. Um, how might that work on a smaller level? You'd have to get a, like a lot of things to to line up. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's schools or businesses or whatnot, but it's intriguing to talk about and pick apart and evaluate. Like me personally, um, I, I did, I stressed my, I don't, in the last place, cause I could walk to work. I did yeah. walk to work. And if I wanted to like go check on something on the weekend, I could take the dogs over and whatever. So it was a weird where I like a tons of flexibility, but I was also in some ways tethered to it all the time, which I had right. to balance here. I'll come in on a weekend every now and then, but not really. It's it's Monday through Friday. I'll tell you this. Um, I don't know if I would... I, I would not take that that third day if I couldn't leave here. Like, because there are times where I'll get in a little bit early because I had nothing else to do mm-hmm. at, at home and I just come in and maybe there's something to do, a project, whatever. I'll just chat with somebody and pick ideas for the show. And then there's other... And I'll, or sometimes there's times there's not that and I will go... Knock out a couple of errands at Walmart or something. Yeah. And if I lose that flexibility, I don't know if I'll like that. Yeah. I don't know. It would definitely be worth trying it, though. You know? Like having more try people it. try it for yes. a month and see how it goes. I, I, I when I heard, When I was listening to this podcast and I heard that all the companies had wanted to try it, I'm like, oh... Well, you're gonna make it work. Let's let's get people who don't want to do it to try it. Unless they get in the middle of it and they feel like you do, where they're like, "Well, wait, I want my freedom, freedom back." Yeah, you know, then they don't want it to work because they want to go back to how it was. And and that's the thing where I can't think of an example right now where people overestimated what they thought they wanted. Um, you go to a certain restaurant because it's got a lot of hype, and then you're like, "Oh, mm-hmm. that wasn't that good after all." Right. I I think the flexi- the people that have the flexibility, even if you're like a banker or something, where you and maybe it's because you have like a, a loosey goosey boss, and there's nothing going on, they're like, "Yeah, get out of here for 30 minutes." They might realize that they miss that if they've got to be there if they're like chained to their job for the 32 hours. That's what I think people... Yeah, maybe. I, I think people will miss that flexibility. Maybe. Um, You probably saw my peanut butter thing the other day, right? Yeah. 
You got rid of jelly and yeah. I would say Nutella. Isn't Nutella like fake peanut butter anyway? Or is it fake, no, fake jelly? No, Nutella is a cocoa hazelnut spread. Okay. So it's like chocolate peanut butter. Got it. Yeah, that, that but question. chocolate hazelnut. For all the... All the engagement that that thing got, I was like, that this this should have been more challenging. Um, no, it's not hard at all. No, I, that's the point. I it should have there should have been more guardrails for things that you could or could not pair it with. Nah. Um, I would I would try the pickles thing. Do you know anybody that does peanut butter and pickles? No. I would do that because I'm not. I, sh- I'm not I sure like pickles. About that. Now, I don't th- I don't think the peanut butter and the the vinegarness would go together. Is vinegar with all pickles? Because there are many different kinds of pickles. Uh, I think so. I think that's how you pickle stuff is you use vinegar. Fair enough. Um, I said absolutely no to the peanut butter and mayo. That sounds absolutely disgusting. That's disgusting. However, peanut butter and marshmallow fluff? Yeah, I get that. Great. Banana. In marshmallow fluff, is there dairy? I don't know, but I'm sure it's not vegan. It's... And if there's any dairy in there, it's far more sugar to cancel that out. As opposed to mayo, which is mostly dairy, right? Yeah. Although, now that I think about it, aren't marshmallows vegan? I don't know. I don't, you're, talk, you're asking the wrong person hmm. for what's in marshmallows. What else do I want to ask you? I don't know. Do you, have any, uh, do you personally have any weird food combinations? I know this is like a very cliche topic, but it always is fun to talk about. And I, I don't have one, but Jeffrey Perlman in first grade... Always for every day ate cream cheese and jelly, and I thought it was revolting. Um, you know what though? It's not because I can say that I have in my lifetime had a bagel with cream cheese and jelly, and jelly on it, and it was quite delicious. It's no different than like eating, like when you make a fancy charcuterie board and you put like brie and like the cream cheese, and you then you have like a jam board. jelly. You can shove your charcuterie board. You put it on board. a cracker. Like that's good. Uh, that goes uh, together. I don't uh, think I have any weird. Does Josh? Josh sounds like a weird. Co- Josh looks like a. He'll I've... eat random things together. I know. I, that's what I thought. He'll eat anything. Like so, will my kid. That that's that's his psychopath side. Like he's, he's got all those psych- tools. He is. He <laughs> he's is. A like he will if if something happened one day that set him off. Like he'd lose it. Like he would be terrifying because he has all those things that could. Kill this member and bury a body in his garage, and he's got he's got the angry driving tendencies. That that's the that's the the flick, the the glimmer of the star that's far away that could brightly shine the world and destroy everything. Okay. So yeah, I believe he would eat like like he. I could see him eating like rusty nails and peanut butter. I don't know about that, but he he likes to try all these weird like hot sauces and stuff and like. But. Okay, I get that, but like weird food combinations, like things that don't, like the texture of things don't belong together. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. How about this? Have you seen people doing, if I had a Pepsi sitting right here, what would you call it? A pop? Okay, whatever. Um, (laughs) Sorry. The rest of the world calls it dirty soda. and Dirty soda? Yeah, and I think it might have started with Pepsi or whatnot. But they're they're pushing it now for some social media contest. Um, Hot take: I like Pepsi better than Coke. I mean, there's Just a reason saying. both brands are very successful. So not not that hot of a take. They do taste different, though. They do. Um, 
So it's Pepsi or like a dark cola with uh, dairy-based things like creamer, heavy creamer, and especially milk. Okay, I we were talking about this at the at lunch the other day, yesterday, day before, I don't know, but somebody there was something on social media or TikTok. Uh, Tik, TikTok thinks they invented a root beer float. I'm like, root beer floats have been around since like don't, before America was a thing. Don't, but you couldn't get it for so long. So it's new to Gen Z. But is it? Yeah. Yeah. What? Rupert? Wait, hold on. Hi there. Okay, hold on a second. I'll open up the gate for you. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. No, Rupert floats have been around forever. TikTok did not invent that. And I don't know how people don't, like, were you... Who who didn't raise their kids right that they don't know what a root beer float is? Or a Coke float, for that matter. Plenty. Because it wasn't a thing for 20 years. It's always been a thing. It has not. Yes, it has. It has not. Like, it wasn't commonly offered Put at a lot of places. soda? And then it tastes like a creamsicle? Yeah. I, I had them when I was a kid. Like I really, I, I got it was like my every night snack for for a, a solid period. But then I, it root just, beer floats have never disappeared in my lifetime. All right, good for you. But I'm glad you're having an old person moment yelling at TikTok for thinking they invented something. Well, yeah, I just don't understand how they think they invented it when it's been around for. So Bethany and I just wrapped up our visit with Talkie Talkerson. That's coming Monday to the podcast.